What's up, motherfuckers? How you doing today? It's Jamal out here on the radio, you feel me? Up in the mix with De La Photo, The Truth, and The Step Man. Listen to shit, it's always popping, and it gets you rocking. Shooting up the club with all these bitches, rub-a-dub. Welcome to another edition of Up in the Mix, coming to you hot from the Honeycomb Hideout. This is Sean, aka the Truth, aka the Super Nicest, aka the Narmistar, aka not the black dude you thought I was. This is Caesar, aka De La Foto, your favorite neighborhood Mexican. Ernesto, Captain Culo, Mister Brunch, your local also with that poppy with the dad body, the brown man in the yacht club. How the fuck did he get here? El hombre de la gente, the habitual line crosser, the honey badger, the fucking baby whisperer, and track Papi. And we are back. This week, after a one-week break, with a new episode, number 122. The one deuce deuce? Exactly. Because then I pull out the deuce deuce. <laughs> <laughs> How was your week? How was uh, your week, Sean? Tell me. The last two weeks have been good. Uh, the the things are obviously getting busy, um, you know, with the spring and uh, everything opening back up. And the school year winding down... Um, had last weekend was Nick's 40th birthday, so he had a little get together, and we all went out afterwards. Like we had lunch, and because it was raining, it was supposed to be outside, but mm-hmm. had to do it inside in the Nevada Museum or in the Sierra Art Center because it was at Wild River Grill, and mm-hmm. and then so there was like a graduation party next to us, and we were definitely more rowdy than them. And then uh, we were gonna go to the Renaissance. But there was like a bodybuilding competition in town at the Pioneer Center. So there was all these fucking huge ass buffed dudes and and and, and women <laughs> women walking around in like tank tops and sh- you know because it was raining that day, tank tops and shorts and like I guess Renaissance was super packed. And I was like, why are all these people like you know because they're all yeah. with their fake tans and, and jacked, yeah, and oiled up <laughs> getting. So uh, we ended up going to Old Bridge and hung out there, and we were like, this is fucking crazy. We're all sitting here raw dogging all this air. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, yeah, so it was a good time. To, it was nice to get out. Uh, Smith and I went out last night, watched the Warriors game at Royce, and uh, just checked out the new extension. Joy was our server, saw Haley, salutes to them. And uh, yeah, got to went to the uh, end of the year meeting at Reno High with the staff. Found out, uh, found saw a couple more people I know that work there, mm-hmm. and figure out your class situation. Got my class situation. I got my schedule, so I found out what I'm going to be teaching, and um, yeah, so looking forward to next year. Tight. Yeah, my week uh, still, you know, that overtime grind, which is good. Checks are good, but. Mentally, you know, I'm a little off. <laughs> yeah, things are slipping through the cracks. Yeah, it's just so much work, you know, watching the baby, working. A lot of the time at home, you know, sun's out. I want to be out, but 
got to make that little, you know, extra bread for, you know, the house. But uh, salute to, you know, Leah London Lopez, her second birthday, you know, second year of being a father. She's still alive, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, which was like no doubt in my mind, you know, but, you know, raising a person to be a decent human being is tough. But yeah, and like the ninjas came over. It was just because the weather was bad, like you said, Uh, you know, it was the same day as Nick's birthday. And so we just had it super small at Pops' house, you know. Thanks, Dad, for letting us use the house because Mom's house is uh, a little under construction in the backyard. But, you know, homies came over, barbecued. You know, my eyes felt like shit the next day from all that smoke (laughs) from the barbecue grill. (laughs) Because, you know, being the dad, obviously, you know, that's part of your uh, responsibility is to be on the grill and feed everybody. You got to change, I don't know, change that direction. Mm-hmm. Move around from that wind. Yeah. Get out of the smoke. If then dad didn't clean the grill, so it was a lot of it, you know. Yeah, I was like, why? Catching on fire a little <laughs> bit, you know. campfire in the yeah. backyard? <laughs> but, like, you know, dad didn't clean the grill, so obviously, like, he cleans the top of the grill, you know, the, like the grill itself. But he doesn't clean underneath on Is top of the burners. Grill? Yeah, it's a gas. So they have, like, a sheet over, like, the flames, but the grease still, he doesn't clean that. So, you know, obviously, you got to have that water gun on deck. Just in case, you know, a little uh, fat fire, you know, rolls around. Yeah. Uh, I learned a new hack for cleaning a barbecue grill that I use. Mm-hmm. Uh, to use uh, a potato. You cut the potato hat in half and you rub it on the grill. Uh-huh. And it gives, like, it cleans it and it leaves behind a little coat so your meat doesn't stick to the grill. You don't have to use any chemicals or anything. Nice. And then after that, you can use it on the, like, the rest of the part to, yeah. like, clean up. And then you can also use a lemon too if you want it to be a little fresher to clean up the greasy spots. Yeah. You take a lemon and squeeze it. And then uh, if you put salt on it or something, because then it like scr- it like the, the acids oh. cuts through the grease and then the salt like scrubs it. The rocks. It. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Try it's that out. Because we, it's I barbecued. like an exfoliation. Exactly. I try, you know, this barbecue season, I barbecued a couple weeks ago and uh, for the first time. So I had to clean the grill from the winter usage yeah. or non-usage yeah but then uh but yeah still looking at houses you know we saw two houses you know before the podcast today talked to the lender lady to you know lay out how it all works down and you know all these numbers and things like that so get a better grasp on that and it's just tough because the market sucks <laughs> yeah my parents uh finally got a house they got the keys uh, to their house yesterday Ooh, tight. Yeah, so they'll be moving in over the next month or so. Yeah, I can't wait to have like an end of summer at the Regersons little barbecue. I, mean, you know I haven't seen the house yet. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, super nice. Zero scaping. Mm. So uh, my dad doesn't have a yard. <laughs> and we get like he's giving me all the all of his tools and shit. So being hand, handed down to the next gen. Yeah, we're I mean we're getting the garden ready here at the house. Uh, the compost is in full effect got a bunch of compost ready like samantha went and picked up some seeds today and i mean we were gonna uh like put the garden bed up get it set up but it's because it's raining we'll probably do that uh sometime this week or i don't know we'll see because she's gone next weekend but yeah probably uh next weekend or the week oh probably the week after we'll Get our garden in the ground because unlike some of you people out there, I know that you shouldn't start planting your garden here till June because <laughs> the weather. Yes. Salutes to all the people this week who are posting their dead plants on the internet. 
uh, and also salutes to uh, salutes to Tara, who showed that she ta- had taken precautions. Braden took precautions, like you know, putting blankets or something. And uh, uh, Andy hit me up and showed me like he had uh, built a huge thing, like a little mini greenhouse over his plants. But uh, so many people's plants died, and you know, I understand you're out there. You're excited to get them in the ground, but come on. Like we Let's, all like we all know it's capable of snowing in June. into June. Mm-hmm. So you shouldn't play like it's too early. It's too early to have them out there. What's the thing you posted on the internet about pea vine? Yeah, like you know, yeah, know like you're not supposed to plant until there's no snow on pea vine. So it's like there was no snow on pea vine. I'm like, true, but there's snow today, so <laughs> Yeah, you know, crazy. And it's also like May, it was like May 17th. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy because like Northern Nevada, this high desert, there's no, you can't calculate it. It's not like we're in the Bay Area, you know, it's not like we're by the ocean. I mean, you can calculate it. It's just, it's pretty, it, it it's pretty routine for it to snow or freeze into May. Like mm-hmm. deep, like it deepened, like if it happens in June, it's kind of crazy. But like, like it, it's snowing in May is not really. It happens, you know, like every couple of years, like mm-hmm. every other year. Or so it, it's gonna happen. So I don't think, yeah, that's just it's the percentages. You know, life <laughs> is hard. Life is hard. What you know? But if you're if you're, if you're only struggling with your garden, you're doing pretty good. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Life I feel is, like the people who struggle with yeah. their garden though are probably struggling with other things because <laughs> garden's not that hard. <laughs> If your if your plants are dying because of the freeze, mm-hmm. you're probably struggling in some other areas of your life as well. Uh, do you have a question of the week for us? I don't. Week? I don't. All right. Um, all your listeners, though, share share up in the mix with a friend. Yeah, and your mother and your cousin and your sister too. You know, because you know sharing is caring, and you know more followers and like you know we went over the other week all our uh, statistics and stats and. You know, we're holding strong in Nevada and Northern California, you know? Southern California, too. Let's not, yeah. let's not cut short. All those cities that I said, <laughs> yeah. we're in Southern California. Just, you know, we're holding down the West Coast pretty tough. But yeah. We're, we're trying to be worldwide. We're try- exactly. Trying to expand. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. We're trying, to, we're trying to be so worldwide that we're going to slowly take over the West Coast to the Mid-Coast, and then we're just going to bump heads with the Bodega Boys in the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Battle for America. America. <laughs> Uh, okay. <laughs> Do you have a question of the week? Absolutely not. <laughs> That's why I asked you. Here's a question. All right. Bacon or sausage? Oh, that's a tough one. It is tough. I might have to go with sausage, I think. What? Yeah. Bacon is way more versatile. Well, like, I'm thinking about, and I use them in the exact same way. Like I put them in my sandwiches. <laughs> like I you put, put sausage in, in your sandwiches. Well, like a breakfast sandwich. Okay. You know, so that one, you know, breakfast like sandwiches, sausage goes in there. Uh, you know, obviously for breakfast, I use them in the same way, but it's just like I don't know. I mean, with sausage, you have to get good sausage first of all. Oh yeah. You if know. you're cause, cause no like a, cheap sausage sucks. Agreed. Agreed. Because like we had some IHOP today. And the sausage was suspect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Bacon could be good no matter what, though. Even like the vegan bacon, you know? Exactly. Yeah, turkey bacon's mm-hmm. even okay. Yeah. You know, I'll, yeah. I'm surprised you said sausage. Nah, but it's just because I like, you know, like hamburger, you know? Like, 
the meat like that, you know? So, yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can put bacon on burgers. Yeah. So, but yeah, just sometimes it's just, I don't know, sausage. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm obviously. A bit my, bacon, yeah. I'm, I'm for bacon, but. Yeah, I don't fault anyone for sausage, but you gotta got you gotta have good sausage. It has to be cooked right. Mm-hmm. Like, remember that place we went to in San Francisco? R.I.P. Yes. Uh, sausage it was, or it was the pig something. It was pig called... pig and sausage or pig and something. Yes, their their English breakfast was fantastic. Homemade Those were sausage, some sausages. Homemade sausage, and that's the other part of yeah. this. Once you have like good ass sausage, <laughs> yes, you can't go back. Or like if you go to Spain where they do pork, fantastic. Like you come back home and it's just like, oh, this whack ass shit, you know. But like, I really like sausage. It's just that, yeah, you gotta you gotta get, get a good one. You gotta get good sausage mm-hmm. or some chorizo. Yeah. No, but R.I.P. Yeah, it was like pig and yeah, it's closed because didn't I went? I was there on the you last tried day. Going there again? Yeah, yeah I was. Yeah. I was there on the last day. It was open, and it was in the mission, and that was like at the early stages where the mission was just getting gentrified by all the tech people because obviously the cheapest part in San Francisco to live in, so they couldn't afford the new rent. Yeah, and that was a long time. That was a wild ass trip. That yeah, was fun. Steve's car got broken into. We played that yeah. show. So like, yeah, and then we had breakfast there. Then I went there. Like it might have only been a month later, maybe six weeks after that, when it was like closing down. And I, me and the lady, salute to you know Tanya Team Money, we went out there, and they're like, yeah, this is our last weekend, and we were there on a Sunday. And so I got two orders of English breakfast. Mm. <laughs> and then I, I was pretty full and satisfied and definitely needed to walk it off like you do in San Francisco anyways. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's just like, yeah, once you get good sausage, it's just hard to, you know, get, you know, like from Costco or like wherever, you know, you get. It got to be spicy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like even like a chicken sausage, you know, like a chicken apple sausage, like you get fancy, you get the habanero chicken sausage. Exactly. You you know, it's just like, you know, salute to like back in the day, Calvin sausages when they had the chicken apple fucking uh, hot dog kind of thing. And I know there's people out there Mm -hmm. who get mad at us when we talk about delicious ass fancy food and think it's bougie. But you just need to fucking level up your fucking food game. Step up your game because, <laughs> like, like, it's the shit you put in your body. I'm like, almost it might 40 well years good. old. Yeah, I'm not trying to eat shitty food anymore. Nah. Son? The only time we eat, like, McDonald's is on a road trip because there's nothing else on the road. God, like, it's you know? awful. Yeah. Who's uh, talking shit on that? <laughs> fucking show me some of that stuff. I mean, sometimes sometimes sea salt Brad makes some suspect comments about. And he's the one who's even more. And he's super discerning. Yes, yes. exactly. Fuck you, sea salt. <laughs> Where are you? You're supposed to be here. Let's go. I love you, Brad. I love you, too. That's why I could say fuck you. Uh, uh, but yeah, Mr. Fucking Yelper out here. You know? Sometimes we go to a place and he starts getting so salty. I'm like, yo, relax. They probably had a bad day, dog. Yeah. I mean, it's good to have people who are critical like that. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's just like, bro, so, calm down. Relax. We'll never be here again, you're Brad. Not fucking, yeah, you're not. You're not on fucking TV show right now. You're not writing for the New York Times. Yeah, you're review. not a food critic. You know, not even a food critic for the local or movie critic or whatever yeah. it is. Because <laughs> not like they just give. Mike's the same way. It's not like they just give their opinion on like no, no one uh, thing. One. Ah, uh, dude, when Mike and Sea Salt are in the same room, it's, uh, that's why that podcast was so funny when we had them on. We we'll have yeah. to have them on again. Yes. 
when there's something to talk about. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. Ah, well, yeah. speaking of things to talk about, we have some some pretty wild ass things to talk about uh, that are going on in the new, like so in the world this week. Yes. <laughs> so the first thing I saw. This is what I woke up to this morning. Salutes again to Mike and, and Nick on um, Braden on the group text. Uh, <laughs> this Republican man who's running against Liz Cheney in Wyoming made a Facebook video where he explained how when he was 18 years old, he got a 14-year-old girl pregnant, later married her, then got divorced. She committed suicide, and she he's tried to help the son, but the son is like, Fuck you, Dad. No, uh, like the son's like in jail and um. has a bunch of problems, but he like made this video to try <laughs> to, to try and get out in front of the story because like people were sort like get, investigating yeah. it, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "What kind of wild ass shit is this?" And then in the middle of explaining the story, guess where it takes place? Where? Utah, Florida. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, Florida. of course, because back then. Uh, because this was in like the '90s, I guess back then, which wasn't that long ago. Consent. They, they, there was no age of consent in Florida. Anyone could get married as long as they had the approval of a judge. Holy! And shit. apparently, this judge had approved this 19-year-old marrying a 15-year-old girl that he had knocked up a year before. Damn. Yeah, and this guy's running for Congress. He's a state senator in Wyoming, and now he is running for Congress there. You probably thought he was tight as shit at 19. I doubt he thought that. No, fucking little fuckboy. Oh, my God. That is like. He was like trying to make it seem like they did. He he was like doing the right right thing. Like doing the right thing. Because he's like, there's a bunch of pressure for her to like get an abortion and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, she obviously committed suicide. Like, did you guys divorced? She committed suicide. The kid's in jail, like for serious charges. This, you didn't do the right thing, my guy. <laughs> like, what the hell? It's <laughs> ridiculous. Like, I was like, man, this is this could have been our white mediocrity move of the week. Because he thought he was like, this was a good, he thought this video was a good idea. And that people would come away being like, oh, this guy's all right. Like, He's look a at genuine him. dude. He's a stand-up guy. He knocked up that 14-year-old that did the right thing and married her. But then divorced her two years later. And she oh. committed suicide at the age of 20. But hey, damn, hey, damn, this guy looks all right in this situation. Like how? I, ob- bet, I mean, obviously uh, he doesn't have a PR yeah. team. Uh, majority of the country probably is on his side. You know how America is. <laughs> so. Well, yeah, he's running against Liz Cheney because she had the craziness to say that Trump actually lost the election <laughs> and that we should investigate uh, the, the January insurrection. But, you know, all these people are like, nope. So, uh, yeah, these people are dumb. Like, they're so fucking stupid. So, I can't emphasize so, this a month. Yes. Like, people are always like, you know, like, respect their point of view or, like, put yourself in their shoes. And, like, I don't know. I'm not putting myself in their shoes. Fuck that. You can still be a- objective about things, you know, like a 14 or a 15 and a 19, you know, like, like, I'm not in their shoes, but I could be objective about it, you know, and, I'm sorry. and then morality comes into effect. Yeah, like, this is like, just, I'm sorry. It's just blatant ignorance and fucking slavery to to white supremacy mm-hmm. i can't deal with these people i'm not going to i'm not gonna make excuses for them i'm not gonna like fuck with people who do it's tough out there it yeah. is tough it's tough out there for like i'm not saying <laughs> I, i'm not saying we're smart but i'm saying like we're not idiots and it's just tough that the idiots are running the world yeah i mean or, you know this mediocrity is just rampant 
widespread. <laughs> you know, it's uh, everywhere. And, uh, those, and those are the people that are the racist. Those are the people that are, you know, very ignorant about shit. I mean, sometimes I think, like, this is wild. But, like, <laughs> sometimes I think, like, all these dude, like all these fucking Republicans and these people that think they're great, like, it's just because they're white dudes and their whole life, everyone's just been okay with what they did no matter what. They and no them, one's like... They give them blue ribbons? Yeah, no one's been mm-hmm. like, hey, that's not such a good idea. Or, like... Yeah, it's just like they come up with anything, and then they meet someone who's actually capable, and I'm like, are all these people just walk around like, holy shit, this guy's fucking great, and like, they're but that guy, that person's just capable and not a fucking mediocre, mediocre <laughs> fucking worthless person. I don't know, man. The bar's the bar's low. The bar's so low. Sometimes, yeah. like, I like people will think, like, I'll do something at work or whatever, and like. People are amazed, or just not amazed, but like praise me for mm. it, and I'm like, this is just being competent at the job, man. Like I don't, no, exactly. Th- I'm not anything special. You just fucking suck, and like no. no one's told you that, and you don't realize it. Exactly, no. But like, like when people are like, oh, you do a lot. I'm like, no, I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing at this certain job, you know. And they're like, oh, like you know what you're doing. And it's like, well, you just like like you said, competent. You have to like bare minimum the bar's low, like you said. yeah bare minimum for people is hard and that just blows my mind but you know where people of color have worked from below the that's bottom. what i'm saying like, yeah, like 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 minorities and people we have to we have to grind and work so hard compared to like what these other people do that like we're just we are literally built different <laughs> yes <laughs> yes we're built off a lot of like you know, suppression. Overcoming some adverse, actual yes. adversity and like having people tell us no and like yeah. think so like you have to have good ideas and shit. And then meanwhile, these mediocrity fucking mm. mayonnaise tears out here. Just, <laughs> it's just crazy. Like, yeah. Salutes to Lily. Like, ah, like that, mm-hmm. that mediocrity thing is just stuck with me deep in my heart, Lily. <laughs> that was the most yeah. brilliant thing I've heard someone say in years because it's so yeah. accurate. Yeah. Like, we're really built different <laughs> because of all the stuff that's put in place to push us down and for us to be anywhere near to what the average media is. You just, like, see person. some of these people, and you're just like, why are they excited? Like, just congratulating them each other on, like, ain't not doing shit. <laughs> I can think of dozens. Of, I don't want to. Yeah. I'm not going to. I don't yeah. want to get too messy and start calling people out. People out. But it's just mm-hmm. it's it's just wild. No, me. agreed. No, you just yeah. sit back and you're just like, yeah. What do you? This isn't anything to celebrate. Yeah, yeah. like what I do on average. Averting averting disaster <laughs> is not something to constantly celebrate. Yeah, like why don't you like, like what we do on average is high praise to uh, other people, for some reason. <sighs> Sluice all you people out there who get what we're talking yeah. about. We love you. <laughs> yes, you are capable of so much more. <laughs> yes. Believe in yourself. And you, it's always going to be an uphill battle no matter what. There's someone out there doing what you want to do mm-hmm. way shittily, mm-hmm. way shittier than you would. Yeah, definitely. You, so you you go out there and do it. You'll be better at yes. it. Yes. What do you got next? There's more idiots? <laughs> no. This is actually, this is, but speaking of tough on the streets, I mean, so the Pentagon has admitted to the, that there have been multiple incidents of uh navy pilots and different pilots and and personnel within uh the armed forces mm-hmm. coming into contact with 
objects, th- unidentified objects that they do not know what they are. AKA UFOs. AKA UFOs. <laughs> and they released videos, like, I think three different ones, and then 60 Minutes just did an interview with, like, two of the pilots from one of the videos. And they're, like, flying off the coast of San Diego. And they, like, see something on their radar. And, like, they had just updated the radar at the time to this new, like, infrared-type radar. So they, like, picked up this, like, they picked up this thing and they go to check it out. And they, like, fly out and they're flying out in the ocean. And there's just, like, this, like, pill-shaped ship the size, they said, of, like, a fighter jet. It's shaped, it's all white shaped like a pill, no markings or anything, just hovering, like, above the water, and, like, the water below it's all churning. And then they, like, bank, you know, to, like, fly down to, like, circle around. And the thing, like, takes off and, like, flies up to them and, like, mirrors their turn as they're circling. And then, so they... (laughs) They like, and you can hear them. They're like, what the, like, they're super surprised, you know? Yeah. It's like normal radio talk, chatter. And then what all the of a sudden, it's like, what is that? You see that? Are you seeing this? And the, like, it takes off, like, it flies next to them and then all of a sudden disappears, like, goes away super fast. And then another flight crew who's had flying, was flying around to investigate shit, found it like two minutes later, like 90 miles away. Damn. And they're like, this was in like 2014 or something, but they were like, we, if he's like, uh, we filed a report and nothing ever happened, but then like this new guy, guy that was under the Obama white, like department defense, like lo- tried to get all these investigations into just finding out what it was. Cause like, this is a national security threat, even if it's not aliens. Like what if it's like, you know, the Chinese or the Russians, Russians yeah. mm-hmm. and finally, finally like Congress, like they're, they have to give a report to Congress by the end of the year on this. But the, the pilots are like. We didn't want to tell anyone because it was so crazy. He's like, if I had seen it by myself, if I hadn't had the guy with me, mm-hmm. I would have never even made the report because it was so crazy. I didn't. Th- I thought people would think I was insane. No, it's just crazy to think. Like, even just math-wise, probability, we can't be alone. I mean, math-wise, it's almost certain. Yeah. Like, we can't be alone, you know? But... Yeah, that was I was I was watching the interview on uh, sixty minutes and I was like, oh my god, this is crazy. And then the other thing was from like over DC, and these guys were flying. This was like multiple planes, and they were checking out something, and something flew, and you can see like this has video of it. It's like you, they have like a cockpit cam, and you can see like the computer like locking onto something, and then it moving super fast and crazily all around, and they don't know where it is or anything. Damn. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they're like, it's been so crazy that like, cause this first, one of the videos was first released like last summer and they're like, yeah, all this is so crazy. Cause it's been happening during 2020 that no one has really noticed yeah. that the Pentagon admitted that basically there's these things that they've encountered and they don't know what they are and there's no scientific explanation and they're, you know, they think either it's some secret technology developed by another country or extra extraterrestrials. I just hope it's, they're not like Independence Day or like Attack on Mars. <laughs> you know? I know. Like, Jesus. That's just it. Because we're. Hopefully uh, they can save us. Hopefully they clean up the oceans and save us from ourselves. I doubt it. Because they know. probably have the same idiots, <laughs> you know? As, as well as leaders as us, you know? I mean, 
At least they won't be racist, right? Or maybe it'll be a new type of racism. I don't know. No, no. They're act- I'm getting bored with the racist, like the normal racism. They'll actually, no, they'll actually be racist because we're totally different races. Right. You know? Because we're all the same race. We're all the human race, <laughs> you know? So they're going to, they're, they're, that's the real racism, aliens against us. So, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's a scary thing to think about. It's super fucking crazy yeah. to think about, and, uh, and that's why, like, one of the reasons I like. I feel sci-fi like that's why people space. people just couldn't handle it. They're like, nope, like COVID's going on. No, all this other stuff can't can't handle UFOs. No, and like even even like the space movies and like alien movies, they're like we don't tell the average person because they can't handle it. I mean, people couldn't handle put masks on their faces. How, How are they gonna handle the existence of aliens? Exactly, because that's like, gonna raise a whole dude. It's gonna throw religion into question, mm-hmm. and like all these people out here who have very fragile minds and like literally little at his tiny little pieces of existence who can't think of the big picture or anything. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. they they can't handle it. Yes, yeah. Speaking of idiots that can't handle things, that's a perfect segue into your next topic. Look at this. Idiots buying all this gas and thinking that because of the new administration, gas is so high. This happens every single year about this time because it is time for kids to get out of school and travel. Gas always goes up at this time. And like specifically in the southeast because like some pipeline broke, but they fixed it. But like here's the thing. Again, might sound bougie here. Like, I, I'm not rich by any means, but I can't remember the last time I remembered or cared about the price of gas because it's not as high as it once was when it was like four something a gallon. Yes. Mm-hmm. So it was until it gets there again, I can't give a fuck about gas. And like, and like people are putting garbage bags full of gas in the back of their cars. And I've seen videos where it actually did catch on fire in the back of their cars. They had to issue a warning about it. And I'm like, what are these? How are you gonna get that out? Like, how are, you're putting it in like plastic Tupperware, like plastic yeah. contain, like the huge plastic containers like, and shit, yeah. storage containers. I'm like, what are you gonna do with a storage container? And well, this, and this is how this is how social media affects the average idiot. That somebody puts it on there that's saying, oh yeah, like blah blah blah, we need to do this, and they just follow social media more than. You know, the CDC. <laughs> or anything. Yeah. It, it was, just, I'm just like, and so, you know, like they were trying to tell people like, hey, like the, the pipeline's fixed, you know, the prices are gone down, like there's no more shortage, even though there wasn't really. And like, that's what you, what they're like, some guy was like, that's what they want us to think. Like, I know I'm not going to be, and it's just like, these people are so mediocre and small minded that they're just constantly waiting for the world to end. So they at the just it's like the toilet paper shit <laughs> yeah oh my, and it's just like i said it's just idiots i mean what like i don't it just it just <laughs> it just hurts me so much because it's just like that's the average person how are we sharing this country and planet with people like this people like this it's so crazy and then it makes me wonder how does the world like the government go around with all this shit. That's why nothing works. Yes. People are dumb as fuck. Uh, and it's just uh, idiots out there. I mean, there's some people we know that have been a little sus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, man, you know, like a little bit of knowledge can do a lot of damage. 
Yeah, like turn off the internet and read a book or read articles that are accredited by universities and like lay off, you know, the drugs and stay off YouTube and stop, you know, TikToking for a bit. Just you know, like I post a lot of memes, but they're funny. But like, they're not just if you're relying for your scientific information off memes and YouTube and Facebook and like what people said and like. You don't know, like, you know, peer-reviewed articles and you just hear... Because, like, the thing is, like, they t- mm. they what they, they always take, like, a little grain of something that was and true. The, here's an example. I'm going to put Marvel into this. Remember when they took in, I think it was Iron Man 3, and Rhodey wrote an article about the Iron Man suit. And they, it's a, the Iron and they only took snippets. And he even said... You're taking snippets out of my whole, you know, uh, investigation, you know? And then the, the senator was like, yes, we are. And he's like, this snippet does not fully relay the whole message about what I'm saying about the Iron Man suit. I mean, I have no idea what you're talking about because I don't remember that movie. You don't? I'm going to bring it up on the break right now. But, yeah, it's like uh, it might be two or three. I think it's the second one. Um yeah with uh um it is the second one but yeah <laughs> but yeah I'll, I'll i'll bring it up in the break but it's just like they're taking snippets of these articles and then elaborating on their own not on like what the research said in the whole i snippet. mean that's what everyone's doing mm-hmm. Re- like republicans constantly do this to like twist facts like everyone does this and it's just yeah. because truth and like facts don't matter it's just they're all about like manipulation it's all it's all about who you could manipulate and leverage and like nothing matters and it's just so crazy yeah it's so yeah it's like you try to explain you know i like i said my friend who's a physicist who has a phd in physics trying to explain to someone on the internet why, like, what they're saying about 5G towers is not even physically possible. <laughs> it doesn't make sense scientifically. And the dude is arguing with them with YouTube videos. And I'm like, bro, this guy works on microwave technology and has a PhD in physics. And you, like, no offense, are college dropout arguing with him because you watch some stupid video on YouTube. Do you know how insane that looks to everyone else? Uh, or just intelligent people? Because <laughs> it's I like get... people try and lecture me on like history and stuff, and I'm like, you do realize I teach the <laughs> thing you're talking about for a living, and because you watched some YouTube video, you're gonna tell me what I know and don't know, something I've studied for fucking fifteen mm-hmm. years. <laughs> done reports research you know Ugh. like i'm like uh yeah bro i teach this in class oh yeah well you're teaching it wrong oh i'm teaching it wrong <laughs> so you person who doesn't know what the fuck you're talking about and isn't a teacher doesn't have a degree in it and hasn't studied it like i have i'm supposed to listen to you and care what you think get the fuck out of here <laughs> you got me all sorts of way fucked up like yes but uh Let's uh let's let's relax a little bit or not <laughs> not really relax, but uh why is this your song of the week? It was Biggie's birthday, and you picked this song. Yes, damn. Because this is one of my. It's just so much. It's so hard. It's, it's so hard. Deep. Like I just you know this is crazy. so so hard body karate. I had like 
I love this song and salute to Ben. You know, I know you love this song too. We always talk about it when, you know, you're definitely super whiskey drunk and I'm tequila drunk. And this song is like, it's kind of like the Rockwilder, but the most hardest <laughs> two minutes and 30 seconds. So my song of the week is Suicidal Thoughts by Biggie. So listen and enjoy, guys. Salute. Oh, shit, nigga. What the fuck time is it? When I die, fuck it, I wanna go to hell Cause I'm a piece of shit, it ain't hard to fucking tell It don't make sense going to heaven with the goody goodies Dressed in white, I like black Tims and black hoodies God'll probably have me on some real strict shit No sleeping all day, no getting my dick licked Hanging with the goody goodies, lounging in paradise, fuck that shit I wanna tote guns and shoot dice All my life I've been considered as the worst Lying to my mother, even stealing out a purse Crime after crime, from drugs to extortion I know my mother wish she got a fucking abortion She don't even love me like she did when I was younger Sucking on her chest just to stop my fucking hunger I wonder if I died, would tears come to her eyes? Forgive me for my disrespect, forgive me for my lies My baby mother's eight months, her little sister's two Who's to blame for both of them? I swear to God I wanna just slip my wrist and end this bullshit Throw the magnum to my head, threaten the bullshit And squeeze until the beds completely red I'm glad I'm dead, a worthless fucking Buddha head The stress is building up, I can't, I can't believe suicide's on my fucking mind I wanna leave, I swear to God I feel like death is fucking calling me but nah, you wouldn't understand Nigga, talk to me, please, man You see, it's kinda like the crack did the pookie in New Jack Except when I cross yeah. over, yeah, it ain't man, no coming I'm back Should I, I die the on the train track like Rainbow and Beach Street? Yeah. People yeah. at the funeral front yeah. like they miss me man. My baby mama kissed me, but yo, she glad I'm gone phone, She know me and her sister had something going on hey, yo. I reached my peak, me, I can't speak Call my nigga Cheek, tell him that my will is weak hey, yo, I'm sick on, of niggas lying, I'm sick of bitches hawking Matter of fact, Welcome back to Up in the Mix. That was Caesar's Song of the Week, Suicidal Thoughts, by the notorious B.I.G. That song is so hard body karate. I it's like crazy. I like black Dark as fuck. I like black tims and black hoodies, baby. I don't get I don't get along with the them goody goodies, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, you know, especially like back in the day like I that. Like black tims and black hoodie hoodies. Yeah, and it's just like all the stuff he talks about uh like being like Pookie and New Jack, you know, like it's just some stuff that a lot of people like, you know, lately have been talking about. And you know, but, you know, R.I.P. to Biggie, one of the greatest. Uh, it was his birthday the other day, so salute to you. Big influence on me, obviously. I thought his birthday was March 27th. Or like his That's the day he died. Danny died, yeah. His little uh, anniversary. Yeah. Damn. So, but yeah. Biggie, coming out with some hard body stuff. I mean, if you haven't heard that song before. Mm-hmm. But yeah. 
So what do we have next, Sean? Oh, you know. World news. <laughs> it is world news time. Yes. And the first thing is a Republican congressman from Florida, <laughs> Matt Gates, who is under investigation. For those of you who haven't heard, I don't know if we've talked about it, but uh, he used to buy escorts um, and some with Venmo, and some of them were underage <clears throat> at, and, and would take them to these conferences and all sorts of crazy shit. Well, uh, his ex-girlfriend has agreed to cooperate with investigators uh, with the FBI who are investigating him for all of this. Oh, he's fucked. He's refused to resign. She's refused all allegations. But, like, the Republican Party is still cool with him. Like, they haven't asked him. They haven't, like, said, like, they're still supporting him. Trump's still supporting him. Because they do the same shit. Even though he's, you know... Literally, they talk about, you know, like, protecting children and all these moral things. This guy paid for escorts to have sex with him who were under the age of 18. Yeah. And then it's on Vembo's and like so all paper like, trail. And, like, a bunch of his friends and all these other people around him were doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. And it's this huge, like, yeah. It's just because they do the same thing, you know? They're like... We gotta protect this guy because if we don't, we're gonna be next. And like, if you look at him, not to judge a book by its cover, <laughs> but this book you can judge by its cover because it's like you. It's not like you look at him, you're like, "There's no way these this, these allegations are untrue." He looks like Captain America. No, no. <laughs> you look at him, he's like, "Oh, that tracks." Yeah, yeah. If you if you heard the story, the picture you have in your head of the guy is what he looks like. Uh, <laughs> and it's just. And, like, these are the people that are, you know, supposedly have your best interests in mind, supposedly are making laws to help you, supposedly doing this. But this is where your tax dollars go to. to I mean, you know, how many times it's just it's just how many times before people, you know, you got to. You got to throw the bathwater out with the bath. Yeah. Or but, whatever. But it's Baby just. Baby with the bathwater. I don't know. But it's been happening forever. And it's just. A rotten, a rotten apple spoils a bunch for some old. <laughs> School American yeah. colloquialism that applies to the situation. Colloquial. Anything colloquial sometimes is suspect to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you know, you know why they say the bad apple? Because they're the bad apple. Right. They they said it. They're like because of us, we're fucking shit up. Speaking of fucking shit up, so uh, Kevin McCarthy, House Republican spe- uh, Minority Speaker Kevin McCarthy. Has refused to support an investigation into what happened in the January 6th insurrection on, on the Capitol. And why? 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 So he had he he made all these like because he because again mediocrity. <laughs> these guys can't fucking do shit to save. So he like made all these demands right, thinking that the Democrats wouldn't give in to the demands, and they did. They're like, yeah, here, well, like whatever you want, let's just do this. And then after they did that, he was like. Oh no! Like I'm still, I'm still not gonna support it. Psych. Because uh, he he didn't think that they would give in to the demands, and they, and then like so it still bluff. passed mm-hmm. the house though. Like, thirty five Republicans did vote. Like yes, we need to investigate what happened. Like here's the thing, they spent millions of millions of dollars and years investigating Benghazi, which was nothing, and they don't even want to investigate. People like someone was like a police officers were killed and someone was shot and like literal pe- members of Congress were in danger and they don't want to investigate what happened. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't you want to investigate that? Because they're they're part of it. They know something's wrong. 
They don't want to shine They don't want to investigate themselves? Yeah. I mean, they're going to go with like, one, two, three, four, fifth. <laughs> if I have fifth. <laughs> uh, but yeah. And, and like that just reminds me of that. Uh, what's that podcast is going to be? Uh, uh, Chappelle. The Midnight Miracle. I've yeah. already seen, listened to one of the episodes. It is great. Yeah. Ah, three, I, three great minds coming together. It's going to be fantastic. I was like, why are you talking about that again? Because of fifth. Yeah, I forgot that I had quoted him. <laughs> but uh, yeah, back to this. Yeah, they're refusing. And now it's unsure. Like Mitch McConnell's already said he doesn't support it. But like in January, they were all like, we have to investigate this. And now they're like, we don't want to invest. It's the same fucking circling bullshit yeah. we were talking about. They always do. They're just going to, you know, twist words and everything. Like, how are the people okay with this? How do you... All they care, It just goes to show you, none of these people stand for anything but themselves and power. Cash money. That's it. You know? They ain't shit. Mm-hmm. Ain't shit but hoes and shit. tricks. Hoes and tricks out there running our shit. Just for money. You know? Yeah. They're doing. They're literally doing tricks. <laughs> I guess uh, you know some of them listen to too much Snoop and Fifty Cent. <laughs> P I M P. Or they try to be. Right. That's the thing. They're trying to be just like a lot of people. They try to be a gangster. I mean, too short sure to say. It's hard for a pimp. I guess yeah. Matt Gates knows. Yeah. <laughs> Not too hard when you're Venmoing girls. <laughs> apparently, got that Venmo paper trail. Yeah, paper. And you know trail. you have to put the little. I wonder what he put for like I forgot like, like they're putting like I forgot what they were putting on the yeah the subject line like <laughs> food subject line. like food or something you know <laughs> I have no clue because uh, it's like well you Venmoed like two thousand dollars and then this person put an eggplant got two thousand dollars <laughs> like you put an eggplant and then and and the and the peach together we all know what that means on <laughs> not everyone. <laughs> but they do the suspect people <laughs> what's this eggplant peach i can't wait till it goes on like to trial what's eggplant peach mean can you, ex- can can you, you explain mean? the meaning of this yeah of the uh this symbolism here <laughs> are you having a salad yeah, were you guys having a very specific <laughs> dinner or like the water drops like the eggplant and the water drops you know <gasps> skeet 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 I can't wait till the white people find out what that really means. <laughs> uh, I had I, when I was in college, my roommate uh, didn't know what that means, and none of us would tell him. Ah, uh, that's fantastic! It's like, if, you got to ask, bro. Can't yeah, tell you. Can't tell you. Gotta You'll find, find out, out when you're older. Find out on your own. <laughs> <laughs> ah, skeet, skeet, skeet. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> there's so many, so many different emojis you could go by. You know? Yeah. But yeah. Because they're probably put, they might have even put sex on there because they're idiots. <laughs> it's just like $2,000, what for? Sex. Sex. <laughs> exclamation point. Exclamation point. All exclamation smiley With face. a girl. Smile. <laughs> with a girl. <laughs> sex with a girl. What movie was that off of? <laughs> Road Trip. <laughs> I had sex last night. With a girl. With a girl. Yes. Uh, yeah, behind the dumpster. I still, I remember that. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's a good one. That's is, a good one, Sean. A, I mean, that's a classic movie. Yeah, 
they all get all tripped out on uh, absent and shit. Mm-hmm, I remember. Uh, all right. Uh, what's this? What's this so the next one. Right along. The next Moving one. Right along. The next one. Some tech news and everyone's streaming. You know preferences. Amazon, the big Goliath out there, wants to buy MGM for nine billion dollars. Dun dun dun. So obviously everyone's fighting for their advantage in the streaming age. Because now, if you have like two or three streaming platforms, it's pretty much paying like for cable back in the day. It's still not though, because mm-hmm. cable's so expensive. People forget. I feel like people have quickly forgotten how expensive cable was. Well, like for us, it was like a hundred bucks. Yeah, ish. I have like four streaming services, but they're all like five ninety nine. Yeah, but like I, I don't know. HBO's expensive. I did this the other day because I have twelve bucks for HBO's. Amazon. HBO's thirteen ninety nine. And then I also pay for uh, Prime CBS. Okay. So that's four ninety nine, and NBC is four ninety nine. So what is that? Twenty five dollars. Mm-hmm. And then Samantha pays for Netflix. That's like thirteen. And then we have like a couple other things from other people, yeah. but like for like less than forty bucks, mm-hmm. we have everything. I mean, we have more than we have everything like we could want. I get Hulu yeah. for free. But yeah, but yeah, like nine billion. And Amazon last year or the last couple of years spent eleven billion on their stuff on their like. Uh, and you know why they're doing uh, this? Because they're trying to take over. Because uh, someone is trying to acquire Time Warner. Ooh. Um, I can't remember. I was reading about this the other day. Is that AT and T or something? No, it's because they were like it would be the only streaming service that has sports news. And movies. Oh, shit. Because, uh, cause, like, Time Warner includes, like, TBS and TNT. Yeah, because they own the stuff. Yeah. And I'm trying to think what company it was. Because the other company has, like, CNN and Adult. They had, like, Adult Swim and Nickelodeon. It was like they would be, uh, you know, right there with Disney Plus, mm-hmm. Netflix, and Amazon as, you know, they're like, maybe this would be. Because they have HBO, it like it involved HBO too. So yeah, no, I think it might be AT and T spent eighty five billion on Time Warner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, yeah, or no, they they're AT and T selling it. Oh, okay. No, they acquired Time Warner for eighty five billion in twenty eighteen. Yeah, yeah, but they're selling it already. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Like that, they are selling it to another conglomerate because AT&T is focusing on the, for their 5G rollout and they're going to use the cash to up to to build infrastructure for it. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, crazy. No, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, cuz it says like 2015 Charter Communications acquired Tom Warner for 78 billion, then Bright House along with Bright House in a separate 10 billion and then AT&T after that. And then yeah. Warner Media. Yeah, announces plans on Monday to uh That's what it is. Discovery mm-hmm. is buying uh Warner Media. So it'd be the Discovery yeah. Channel all those shows cuz they have like this like HGTV and all those and all those reality shows. Yes. Channels. So that was they're saying that's what it is. Warner AT&T is going to sell uh, Warner Discovery. Media to Discovery, mm-hmm. and that would be the new thing. Yeah. And like the head of Warner or Discovery is like, yeah, we haven't decided if we're going to combine it into one streaming service, 
because like Cause they Warner Media has own, HBO yeah. Max, so they already have their own. Yeah, and it might be like Disney does with with Hulu. Yeah, and you get like a discount if you bundle them together. Mm-hmm. But they're like that'll be because they were showing all the shit that it would have, and it's like, damn, because they'll have sports, CNN, like yeah, CNN, HBO, and then all the Warner Brothers Studios stuff. Yeah, yeah, so. <sighs> Monopolies are starting to slowly form. It's funny. I taught uh, some of my students how to play Monopoly the other day at Fun Friday, uh-huh. and uh, they were they one of them picked up on it very quickly. I was proud of him because yeah. I wasn't playing. I was just like the banker and helping them. Yeah, and he totally was like making deals to try and get his Monopoly and trying. And he like he got the concept quickly. So, yeah, he was the youngest one. He was only in seventh grade, and he was the youngest one. No, it's just crazy because all these companies try to manipulate. You know, there's laws against monopoly. You know, and that's well, how I mean. You, that's how that's how you get technically, all technically, technically, and that's how you get all these different you know brands of phone companies from the original AT and T, but then they get smart and try to buy the land where all these towers are in there. So they own the land and the towers. Even for other companies, so they're slowly. That's why AT and T is selling this. They need cash because they're going to invest in the actual infrastructure. Uh-huh. Be- because the other like providers lease their towers and shit and use their network, mm-hmm. so they want to upgrade it so they can because they think you know obviously as five G rolls out they'll make money more money from that like selling their capacity to these other companies mm-hmm. like you were saying. Than they would having this other, you know, being in the streaming game. Yeah. So there's shifting. Yeah. Who knew? I, I didn't. Who knew we would get into a complicated discussion mm. of. Moral of the story ATT could be Skynet. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if it's not already out there. <laughs> well, yeah. So it's just crazy. Yeah. Nine billion. That's a lot. We were going to have uh, a friend come on to talk about what's going on in Israel and Palestine, but we'll probably save it. We'll save it. We'll mm-hmm. have him come on another time, but some in depth, you know, yeah, like stuff to get everyone even riled up. It's going crazy moment. over there, but mm-hmm. it, I will just say it is possible to criticize what Israel does to the Palestinians and not be anti-Semitic. Like you, you just because you criticize Israel doesn't mean you are racist towards Jewish people. Um, that's all I'm going to say. You can do that and not be because they're treating them like shit. And what do you expect when you when you oppress a people and they can, the only way they can't fight back conventionally terror like what you like people are gonna fight back unconventionally, yeah. aka terrorists. Mm-hmm. One person's terrorist, another person's freedom fighter. One person's terrorist is another person's founding father. Yes. That's all I'm gonna say. Boom. Uh, let's celebrate the culture though. So yes, yeah, so much, so much this week. So first off, uh, J. Cole, which we'll hear from later, and if you listen to the radio show, we've talked about uh, his latest album, mm-hmm. The Off Season, became the first, he became the first hip-hop artist to have all six of his first albums hit number one on the Billboard charts. That's a good stat right there. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, the album is, is fantastic. Like uh, Monica didn't like it. I was talking, I sent it to her, and she she was talking, she she wasn't feeling it that much i was like damn that's I, like okay on this one like the production isn't as good as the last one but the words though and i was like it's definitely got, better than kod yeah um but um which one's the one with uh neighbors the neighbors think i'm selling that's dope. the one before that um, motherfucker i am yeah mm-hmm. i am that so was like a, that one was a great one and then kod you know for your eyes only yeah and then 
excuse me, KOD was still good, but this one is just like, like just listen to it. He has Killer Cam on there. What's up, Killer? I know, and like he sampled Pharaoh Monch talked about the song. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll talk about that later. Yeah, but um, yeah, he's got some great, you know, and he's like transit like he's changing you can tell the style's changing you know he's old he's getting older he's a dad yeah. now and he just also salutes to him he just uh made his professional basketball debut in africa yeah what he do like uh seven points six rebounds yeah. and a bunch of assists coming off the bench and the, yeah at 36 on. yeah still out there balling yeah how many minutes like 15 20 minutes not not even that long like you know and if you see it on the internet, his shot looks pretty good, you know, but it's different when it's game time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing. This one's fantastic, too. So the Universal Hip Hop Museum in the Bronx broke ground this week. And it's a huge, huge project with a bunch of different. So Nas is in LL Cool J, Grandmaster Fat Flash, Fat Joe. We're all there, and there's a huge ceremony where they broke ground to start where they're going to be building. So not only will it be a museum, but it will also have 542 units of permanent affordable housing. It will have uh, 2.8 acres of public space as like a park-type area Mm. with uh, the museum also there. And then it will have an early childhood education center and an outdoor science programming center. Um, and all of this is made possible with like, the support of all the, of the city of, of uh, New York, Bur- New York mm-hmm. and uh, the borough of the Bronx. And yeah, Fat Joe, Lil' Kim, Naughty by Nature, Slick Rick, Michael Bivens from Boys to Men, EPMD, we're all there and all supporting of the museum, which is supposed to open in 2023. But, uh, and the, the, the mission of it is to... Is to celebrate and preserve the history of local and global hip-hop music culture and to inspire empower and promote understanding sounds fantastic i'm so excited that's i mean when that opens we'll have to like, road trip road trip a little vacation you know what i'm check saying that out mm-hmm. and the picture's tight too because like all of them are just excited yeah with their shovels yeah. and but it's a cool last thing it's an awesome especially in the bronx you know the birth bx let's say bx all day you know it's fantastic. Yeah, and you know, and it's not just the museum, but also like the affordable housing and mm. the education center, like giving again, giving back to your com- community, using your powers for good. Yeah, and it's just so important that they have like stuff for kids too, like that science, uh, outdoor science, um, along with the park. It has to like give back, you know, and like hip hop is like that's how it just started from you know like grassroots music to you know talking about where you're from where you're at and where you're gonna go exactly mm-hmm. but the next one speaking of like you know some hip-hop we got the old heads and the new heads you know mad lib and logic combining again i thought logic had retired yeah you know dun, supposedly dun, dun. just like jay-z you know what i'm saying but uh you know and i think together mad geek um, m-a-d-g-i-c is what they're called together and they got like a new single i think rat is dad i believe is what it is and yeah, thought he retired, but not. I think he has a memoir coming. Logic has a memoir coming out. Uh, he already. She wrote saw it. Brad's favorite rapper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's my brother's. It's my brother's favorite, <laughs> and like we always give him some shit, you know, because like because Logic steals lines from other rappers, and he's always on like the same bandwagon. This corny goof. And same bandwagon. He's talking. I understand you need to talk about what you know, but also you need to talk about other things, you know. 
But it's just cool that, you know, Mad Lib, who's been, been like, topping charts and making stuff with, like, Freddie Gibbs and along with other people. And just to, you know, collaborate with, you know, him. Slews of Sea Salt. I remember we were on, we were in L.A. And, like, I didn't really listen to Logic. And he was playing, like, his, his album. And he was, like, going back and showing me, like, where he had copied, like, lines from other rappers <laughs> and other songs. And I was like, God damn. Like, how does he get away with this? Yeah. That shit's weak. Mm-hmm. But uh, I do speaking, like his first album. Yeah. Speaking of Mad Lib, and you know, I, I I saw that I saw like some snippets of the new podcast because like Dave Chappelle, mm-hmm. Yasin Bey, Talib Kweli have a new podcast. Well, Mad Lib's on there, and they recorded a new song. The first time Talib Kweli and Yasin Bey have recorded a new song in twenty years, and Mad Lib was the producer, and they they. They had it on the, the podcast, and they're gonna release the podcast on vinyl. Oh! So he said he told the story. It was super funny. He was on uh, Jimmy uh, Fallon, and he told the story about how they came up with the the idea. It's like they were all at uh, like Chappelle's uh, Studio, property yeah. uh, this summer for when he was doing his like comedy thing and had shows and had all these people, different guests there, and there was a tornado warning. So they were all like in his basement for the tornado, like hanging out. And uh, Yasin Bey was like, we should do a podcast. And <laughs> that they just start talking. And now it's on Luminary. And you, like you have to pay for it. And they they're, they have all these different guests. All the, like, they play music. They tell stories. Like uh, the, the, and like some of them, they're super short, cause, like 20 minutes. Because I listened to one where Chappelle tells the story about like um, him and his like girlfriend now wife being in Washington Park and like taking mushrooms in like 2002 or something mm-hmm. and like having this great day and taking a picture and like with these people uh, and the like the persons who took the picture their daughter finding the picture like a couple years ago tracking them down and like mailing the picture to his wife damn being like hey you know like my dad took this picture of you with you guys he passed away i found this you know i just wanted you to have it and like his wife's on there and she's like talking about like i remember this day like it was blah 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 like so and like yeah it's just shit like that yeah so uh i can't wait to listen to more Uh uh-huh but yeah like and, you know, next to more music, you know, the baby surpasses Drake in monthly listens on Spotify. Ooh. And like, ooh, Drakey Poo, what's that up? That is a huge thing. Yeah. Because Drake has led streams for like, what, 10 years now? Something oh, like, like that. Like 11 years? Even though it's only one month, it's that means like. The first time in a decade. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. The baby out of North Kakalaki out there. You know is what I'm the, saying? Is he is he the next face of hip hop? Who knows? He got to be- call it. He got a beautiful grill. That's for sure. <laughs> I mean, he's blowing up. Mm-hmm. You know, he's blowing up because kids, my students, are already like, 
oh, he sold. Like he used to be like they. Like, he used to be cool. Now he's saw that. now everyone likes him. Yeah. He's all popular now. He yeah. We used to do that too. We used that's to what do I'm that saying. Too. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's how I like. That's how you know. Like with Jay Z, you know, like oh no, oh, like, he was hard. His first album was the best. Exactly. He, he was yeah. hard. He was yeah. hungry back then. Yeah. And now, like you know, oh, the, it's all pop now. The, he's making the black album. You know, like he's came making back. the studio took control. Like he's he's making <laughs> he's not he's not making shit for the streets anymore. <laughs> He's sold out. He's making pop. Uh, They're making radio. They're trying to pander the radio now. <laughs> Salute to all the homies. Like, <laughs> we always have this discussion, especially with, like, Jay-Z, you know? Like, Reasonable Doubt, Don't Get Me Wrong, Nostalgia, that's my favorite album. But is it really his best album, you know? That's the thing where you got to look objective and look past <sighs> that nostalgia. It's <laughs> it's tough. It's tough, you know? It's so funny. It's, yeah. it's like, they're just like, you're like, come on, man. Like you're saying, that person made like peaked when they were twenty. It's tough because Nas Illmatic, you know, like Nas might. It's be like a- look, it's like Michael Jordan averaged thirty six points a game in nineteen eighty seven. Was that his best season? Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. See, he didn't win any playoff games. He didn't win any championships yeah. or MVPs or anything. But he had the most points, and he he had the raw smooths and looked the best. Yes, but, but they always had his he, chain. That on. wasn't his peak, though. Mm-hmm. That wasn't his best. You got to look objectively at some things, like, and I still say, yeah, Reasonable Doubt is still my favorite album. But is it the best? And it probably isn't. It could go to like Blueprint, the first one, or the Black album, you know, or even Four Four Four. Four Four Four, you know, but Four 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 definitely speaks to you know other stuff. Well, then I saw this too. I was I was uh, reading about this the other day. J.J. Uh, Abrams, which gives me pause. But yes, yes. They're doing a new version of Batman the Animated Series. Yeah, it's going to be in this for HBO Max. Um, Batman the Caped Crusader, and it's just going to revamp. You know, like you said, the Batman the Animated Series. Which, if you haven't seen it, something's wrong with you. It's the best animated show ever. It's the dialogue, and but. Bruce Tim and I think Matt Reeves, I think that's his last yeah, name. Yeah, the original voices. Yeah, or oh, Bruce Tim, like the original um, or uh, comic. Uh, I think uh, I think he did. I forget. I'm a little lost in the sauce already. <laughs> but but Bruce Tim, the originator of like uh, Batman itself, and um, Matt Reeves, I think who did the animation. Mm. Mm-hmm. So they're in it too. So it sounds like. You know, it has a like solid foundation, but with J.J. Abrams, you know, you know what he did with Star Trek and whatnot. So yeah, like I gotta say, he's got a mixed bag. Some of the stuff he's done is good. Yeah, exactly. You and know, some of it. Some, you know, like not so good. Especially like you know, in Star Wars as well. You know, some. But it's good if you haven't watched HBO uh, with Batman the Animated Series. I know what Shannon's watching it with the little babies. Yeah, with the twins, and uh, mm-hmm. I mean, it's I rewatched it probably. Six or seven years ago. Yeah, it's dude. such a great series. It's so good. Like, as soon as I finish uh, Batman Beyond, which I'm almost done, I'm going to go to that one as my, you know, my little guilty pleasure. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, let's move on to sports. Sports. Sixth element of hip hop, basketball. And J. Cole proved that with all of his stuff. Like, his, his, <laughs> yeah. if you look at all of it. But uh, the NBA play in tournament was a huge success, even though the fucking Warriors lost. Mm-hmm. Um,. <laughs> There, the the Warriors Lakers game was the most viewed game since the NBA Finals three years ago. What? Yes. Damn. Six million people almost viewed it. 
Dude, that was a good. And one. all four of the games, the, the and they haven't even released the numbers for the last two, which were crazy. But the first four games were all higher rated games than any other game this season, except for the All Star game and the Christmas Day games. Hmm. So uh, it's definitely a lot of people have complained about it, and I'm like, LeBron like, definitely complained about. Well, it. Well, like the players, of course, he's going to complain. But my thing is like. It's the seventh and eighth seed, the seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth seeds, and normally the top eight seeds make it. So, but like, here's the thing: the seventh and eighth seed play the one and two seed, and only like four or five times have they ever won. So it's not like it's affecting the big picture, but it's providing entertaining basketball and more meaning to the end of the season. It's preventing teams from tanking, and gives like fans something to root for, who otherwise wouldn't. Mm-hmm. And the games are like one and done. Like, no, it doesn't get more intense than that. Like, yeah. everyone loves Game Seven because of the the, the meaning behind yes. it. Yes. And having what six or uh, what what was it four one and done games in one week? I mean, it was crazy. It was great to watch. Mm-hmm. Like the the you know losing and you go home. Like I the intensity I had. No. Like salutes to Steve and and Z and Brian. For on my Warriors group chat for calming me down. Like last night, I was texting both my brothers. I was like, the intensity. No, that's all I was I like. I can't handle it. I was like, it was too much. I was like, Sean, you still at Royce? Because like, if you were at Royce, it would be. It would I be, couldn't know. I couldn't yeah. be watching it with a bunch of casual fans who are real. Like some dude said something in the first half, and I was just like, shut the fuck up. Like in my head, like you don't fucking know what you're fucking talking about. You're not a real warrior fan. No, that's exactly. That's why I was like, yo, I used to, and I had, you know, being a dad, I had to watch it at home, you know. And but Sean was like, oh no, we went to Roy's, you know, and like, and I was like, dude, if he's still there right now, like, I might have to go down there to protect the people. <laughs> no, like my mom always texts me, and she'll just be like, breathe. And like Samantha was like, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's only basketball. <laughs> and uh, uh, and like you know, like my like the, the home the homie Brian, he you know he keeps us in a good perspective when when me and my boy Steve out there in Vancouver because we're all from the Bay, get too negative. Brian and Z will be like, hey, like have for some perspective. Because also like, I know like both of them have kids, so they're probably like. You know, after they put the kids to bed, watching the end of the game or yeah. something, or chill it, or so it's good. Like I, you know, I get intense. I, it's the one thing, the one sport I still care about. Like <laughs> they, they were bad for so long. Yeah, and they were just, and they had those throwback jerseys too. Like when just like as a basketball, co- as a former basketball coach, <laughs> the turnovers just make me so the unforced errors and mental yeah. mistakes and turnovers. There was a like lot. it's okay if they're playing and they just get outplayed. But they didn't get outplayed. They mm-hmm. played like crap and still um, still should have won both games. So, you know, it just bothers me. Yeah. Like the first thing yeah. I thought of when I woke up this morning is how the fuck did they play that badly and lose that game last night? But it doesn't matter. Just think if they had clay, though, you know? Like, I know. I can't. It's just like I still clay. haven't gotten over the fact that watching my John boy B. over there on the John sidelines. B. Where were you? Oh, he was out there just serenading women in the stage. No, out he was there. furious. One of the uh, reporters mm. was like, you know, every every active player on the Warriors roster is disappointed, and one player is furious. And they were talking about how mad mm. Clay Thompson was watching the game because he knows if he was out there. It'd be a different story. Mm. You're my boy, Clay. You'll always be my boy. 
Uh, but like, yeah. I watched highlights of when he got hurt the first time. And, like, when he ran out to, to take the free throws on his torn ACL, like, a, a tear came down my cheek. A little thug tear. I was just like, uh, that's my man. That's the man. Uh, his commentating's fantastic, too, when he does right? his little, yeah. It's Lucas Curry on a great season. Yeah. Draymond with a great defense. Jordan Poole, you know, developing into a key player. He's only 20 or uh-huh. 21. The future, Dude, that corner the shot looking bright. Yeah, the one he made. Yeah, and like uh, he Van, made a couple big. What was shots. it? Van Gundy was like, was was it a real three? Right, and then they showed and it. they showed it, and like that's like that's great mental. And that's that's like, why that's I wanted so them hard. to play more playoff games so he could get more experience because mm-hmm. he he did he made he made a huge mistake at, at the end of the game, yeah. but he also hit two huge three pointers, and you're yeah. like. And I was pissed at Wiggins. As a 20-year-old. And I was pissed at well, Wiggins he, he because... He bricked that one shot. Bricked, and then, like, a layup. But they like they didn't lose because Wiggins. Wiggins no. played fine. But it's just, Draymond like, played... Like, Draymond and Curry just made too many... Like, Curry, they just Curry, yeah, Curry turned over a couple of passes. Because they played the whole game. second half, too, mm-hmm. and all of overtime. Mm-hmm. But anyways, we're digressing. Let's move on. <laughs> the The play-in tournament was a success. Yeah. Long live the Warriors. <laughs> all right, next up, uh, TV and movies. You've been watching new stuff. So I haven't watched the new season, but Castlevania is fourth and last season. For for those old heads out there who play the original, mm, you know, the, the video, game, right? they were on the NES and Super NES. Mm. You play as Trevor Belmont trying to kill Dracula. It's actually a really good adaptation. Really? Because I, I video see game. It, I see it on my Netflix. It's I like never... an yeah, it's like anime, and um, they're like the first three seasons. Like it's all about Dracula. I don't know what the season's about, but like. Uh, I don't want to give any spoilers, but you know if Trevor Belmont's the main character, and uh, he has to defeat Dracula, basically. And it's pretty good. Um, it's kind of over the top, like because it's an anime, so the like it's kind of uh, gory and whatnot. But it's mm-hmm. actually a pretty good adapt. It's better than Mortal Kombat, so <laughs> um, it's you know there. I think there's like yeah. eight episodes per season. It's pretty funny. Like they roast. The characters are hello sarcastic and roast each other, nice, and talk nice, shit to each nice. other. So, uh, like, yeah, it, it's pretty good. Um, it's like one of my guilty pre- pleasures. I, I can't wait to watch the fourth season. Mm. Yeah, then Modoc. I finally saw commercials for that, and I kind of want to see it. This looks super funny. It looks way I, funny. It has not out yet, but it's on Hulu. Or it's it's going to be on Hulu. Hulu. It's an animated series by Marvel dealing mm. with the evil villain Modoc, which he was like an Iron Man and Hulk villain. I feel like like. You know, with the Avengers, yeah, like uh, I think because there's there's te- they're teasing him to be in in like upcoming Marvels. So, uh, what does it stand for? Uh, mental mobile mechanized organism designed only for killing. Yeah, um, and he's just like a big brain with arms, a big head. Yeah, with he arms. floats. Mm-hmm. And then he like shoots a laser out of that little diamond he has as well. But um, but yeah, like it looks it looks funny as fuck. Like when I saw the trailer, I was like, I gotta watch this. Yeah, he was originally an Iron Man, mm-hmm. and yeah, because he he's he, in the Avengers. He's from like a different Earth, I think too. Especially because they're bringing multi multi the like, multiverse. They're bringing multiverses, even though like they say no. But obviously, with everything going on, like the multiverse. Well, let's not get too far into speculation. Okay, but this show. It's just, it's like an animated, it's super funny. It's like mm-hmm. not serious. And I feel, I'm I'm hopeful for it because it's not serious. It's an adult animated show, it looks like, that's pretty funny. And 
uh, what's his name? I can't think of the guy. He plays, uh, he's in from Arrested Development. David Cross, I think, mm-hmm. plays his voice, Ooh. who is a hilarious comedian. So mm. uh, I'm looking, yeah, I've seen the previews and I was like, this looks fucking great. So hopefully it is. Yeah, I'm excited for it. And then and next, this this thing is fantastic. For those, so if you're not an NBA fan and you don't know, um, there was some there was some beef this week from former NBA player Kwame Brown. Took exception. Uh, Gilbert Arenas was on Matt Barnes and Stephen Jackson's podcast, All the Smoke, mm. which is generally very good. But I never liked Gilbert Arenas. He's always been an idiot, and he <laughs> they he like talked shit about Kwame Brown and they were like laughing and making fun of him and Kwame Brown wasn't having it. And he put out like an hour long video where he just roasted them. I hide like, look, but the video is how that, what they say, highly problematic. Like he makes some sexist and misogynistic claims and uses very questionable language, <laughs> but it's still very enjoyable. I was captivated by the first 15 minutes where he told the story uh, I highly recommend you go checking it out. And then uh, he, I mean, he just goes, he destroys Matt Barnes. He calls it Becky with the good hair. Um, <laughs> there's so much racism and colorism and sexism involved in all of this. Like, especially if you're a black person and you understand how, uh, what, what did Jesus Romero say? Beige, beige rage. Beige rage, like, yeah. Light skinned beige mm-hmm. rage. Like, uh, and like he made a comment. He was like, which one of your grandfathers hated you, the black one or the white one? And I was like, God damn. He, look, he, Kwame Brown had all, he wanted all the smoke. Yes. He, he, I was like, he, you're talking, he didn't have the extendo mag. He had the drum, he had the drum ones, bro. Cause he, he came back <laughs> like, the next like, day. Like the Tommy gun. Yeah. Cause the next day, like on uh, Charlemagne and DJ Envy had said something and he came back the next day and had smoke for them. And that video was great. And he called like everything in mm. like the man, everything he said, all of his points were on point. Like. It was just, I haven't seen, like I said, it was like ether. Like, this guy, just, you can't, like, in the, you know, he's kind of been a punching bag. And people have always, <laughs> yeah. uh, like, after listening to this, I'm like, mm, nope. Like, he punked Steven Jackson and Matt Barnes, two of the supposedly hardest dudes in the NBA. He called them out, and they wanted no part of it. Gilbert Arenas immediately backed up. And Gilbert <laughs> Arenas is a dude who once brought a pistol to the locker room over a card game. And he didn't want anything to do with this dude. So, uh, yeah. Salute to Kwame Brown, yeah. man. Like, what did you say about like uh, Jordan and his dad? It was like, <laughs> Bomani Jones was like, this man, uh, like his dad abused him. He's like, he had to take shit from his dad. He had to take shit from Michael Jordan. And then he decided that no one else was going to fuck with him again. And he's lived, and that's, that's clearly, how, he's, how, he's clearly how he has rolled since then. Yes. Uh. So check it out. I, I can't explain more. <laughs> You're gonna have to go on the on the YouTube's <laughs> on the internet's. If you uh, live under a rock, if you're not down with that area mm-hmm. of the culture, there's shit on Reddit. It, it, it's hilarious and it's great. Mm-hmm. It's petty, <laughs> and it's, it's just it's what we need in the world sometimes. <laughs> sometimes with, with everything that's going on. Uh, but yeah, but you make some good points mm-hmm. and some problematic ones as well. All right, so we got now your song of the week. So my song of the week off J. Cole's newest album. It's My Life with J. Cole featuring 21 Savage. Um, 
he samples uh, a, fer- a classic Pharaoh Monch song, and he like reached out to Pharaoh about doing this, and like Pharaoh like gave an interview when he was talking, he was like, yeah, like he, you know, it meant, meant so much to him that he like reached out to him and personally, like explained his idea when he was doing, and like asked for his permission and blessing before he like used the sample and everything. So uh, it, it, the song's a jam. So listen and enjoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No matter how long it takes me. Spiling up, just like a rich nigga staircase. No fly zone, please stay the fuck out my airspace. Niggas say things behind backs that they wouldn't dare say. No, it's on sight when I see you, I'm working at Squarespace. Yeah, top of the morning, I know that you thought I was dormant. Woke up early from shots that were swarming, a block from the outs, not a cops in the orbit. Cause somebody got popped, now they knocking on doors, trying to find an informant. But I ain't seen Nathan, I'm minding my business, as God is my witness, the weapon gon' prosper that's forming against me. Nigga, I'm starving, he missly. Know when I'm done with these songs, you gon' miss me. John Moran, I'm on my grizzly. You niggas just cuz, but no, not the ones in the big leagues. After the fall off, I promise I'm coming and selling our Wrigley's. Nigga. I'm just a product of poverty, full of narcotics to profit off quickly. My family tree got a history of users that struggle with demons, not really the hustler instincts. That for often my pockets was empty, so I summoned my partner was serving up rocks on the corners of project assemblies. Me, I was starting to envy, wanna be on the top where it's plenty. Wanna be in a spotlight where every bitch want me like Rihanna dropping new Fenty. What I see in the sky, the villas of Scylla can't reach up too high evidently. Nah. I can't reach up too high evidently Never seen no one driving a Bentley I can't be out here mopping up Wendy's My life is all I have My rhymes, my pen, my pad And I done made it out to struggle, don't judge me What you saying now won't budge me Cause where I come from so often People you grow with laying in a coffin through the pain and strife is my time now my world my life my life say what the stuff that i seen got me traumatized i let the k go when johnny died swinging that motherfucker side to side we don't participate ain't with that squash shit all we believe in is homicide i got a good heart so i send teddy bears every time we make their mamas cry I pray that my past ain't ahead of me, 21. When I'm in love, I love heavily. If you betray me, you dead to me, 21. I disrespect you respectfully. I got some partners who left this earth. Maybe the pain made a better one, God. Just know that they secrets is kept with me, God. I feel like the streets is in debt with me, I gave my heart away to all the doll hoes, cause that's who it set to me, 21. I blame my pops for that shit, cause if he didn't fail, he could've corrected me, 21. Give all the props to my mama, cause no matter what, she always protecting me, God. I promise you it ain't no checking me, God. Jump in the water, get wet with me, 21. You want my money, I wanna have sex with me Can't let the arts of the law get the best of me I get the answer and you get the test of me I see chicken, you niggas is breasting me Planted a seed, but it ain't a sesame Can't let you niggas or bitches grow next to me My life is all I have My rhymes, my pen, my pad And I done made it out to struggle, don't judge me What you saying now? Won't budge me Cause where I come from So often People you grow with laying in a coffin But I done made it through the pain and strife It's my time now My world, my life, my life Welcome back guys That was Sean's Song of the Week And it was My Life by J. Cole Featuring 21 Savage 
a John ja Morant. I'm on my Grizzlies yeah. so hard. Oh, yeah. I love it. He does so much basketball references. It's fantastic. And uh, 21 Savage with the feature on there, pretty mm-hmm. good. The production, the production with the, the the my life sample by Pharaoh Monch. Mm-hmm. It was just, you know, it's a great song. It's a great album. Like, if you, I, I don't know what's up yeah. with some people not liking it. It's and like, 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 production is different from before. But like, listen to the bars. The man's rhymes gazoon height with resume flight, son. <laughs> When I heard that line, oh, there's so many lines where you're just like, wait, what did he just say? Yeah. No, and it was funny because when it first came out, I ch- you know, I tried to listen to it in the car. But at the time, I had my baby, I had a lady, and I had my nephew. So I could only really listen to the production. Then I tried to listen to it again. And once again, the baby, you know, sometimes she gets a little too loud and wild. And, uh, you know, Leia, um, you know, giving you some blasts right now. You let, let daddy listen to his music. <laughs> but then the other day when I was like by myself, I finally got to listen to it with some headphones. You know, you need this. You need your special over your headphones to cancel everything out and just really listen to the bars. And I was like, yo, why did I not do this like last week? <laughs> you know, and then I played it when I was like washing dishes and a lady came in and I was already angry from listening with some J. Cole. And she's like, what's up? And I was like, leave me alone. But yeah, bars are fantastic, you know, and like he's growing as long as as well as us. Kind of like Jay-Z. I always put Jay-Z into the same category and like what he's saying, you know, yeah, like, he's, he's rapped like, a lot about the come up. But yeah. Like, you know, he it's can't rap now. about. Yeah, he's a millionaire. He's, like the he's, guy's not. He's folding clothes. He's not now. the poor. He's not the poor college student. Yeah. He's not the walk on yeah. at St. John's. Like, yeah, the guy's one of uh, hip hop royalty, and uh, it's starting to. You know, he's thirty six years old. He's a dad or thirty seven, and, and yeah, it's great. Like, what, you know, what more do we need to say? Exactly. Just listen to it. Um, yeah, headphones. You need to, or in the car with no kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super excited. My parents supposedly just dropped off some food for us. Ooh. <laughs> my mom texted me. And said, check, check the porch. <laughs> yeah, like, okay. Like, so, I'm in the basement, but you can leave the <laughs> Leave it in the porch. <laughs> I was like, Samantha's here. You can get to her. Um, uh, hero of the week. This is crazy. So, uh, Jackson French is being recognized by the United States Navy 79 years after he saved 15 sailors during World War II. So um, a lot of, like other, a lot of black uh, servicemen never was properly uh, recognized uh, in his time because of racism. So on September 2nd, 1942, uh, he he was a- September 5th? Petty, sorry, he was a petty (laughs) officer. Um, He swam, 15 wounded sailors from the USS Gregory after it was bombed by the Japanese near Guadalcanal to the Solomon uh, 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 Solomon Islands, and he swam all through the night. He had them all tied up on a rope. He had a rope around his waist, and he tied all of them to the rope, and then he swam for like 12 hours to get them to safety and to prevent them from dying in like shark-infested waters. Ooh. So he at the time he was 22 years old, and he died in 1956. But um, this historian tweeted about it, and the Navy saw it, 
and you know they went out and they're like I didn't recognize him because you know a lot of black soldiers weren't properly recognized and then once they did that some of the pe- like some of the survivors and their families were like he deserves to g-. they want him to get the congressional medal of honor dude that is so hard body like like who else is going to do that Twelve, like, yeah, like this, swim that far and like the only reason it's up. even being recognized now is that this reni- retired uh, senior Navy officer who's also a historian tweeted about it and a uh, rear admiral saw it and acknowledged it and like took it up to like the Navy to get mm-hmm. him recognized. But a bunch of other veterans were like and some of the surviving families who like did, the men whose lives he saved, like their descendants yes. are like, he deserves More, the Congressional yeah. Medal of Honor for what he did because mm-hmm. he saved, you know, 15 people. And to swim with them tied to your waist and like probably in the middle of the night. Like it's just, it just leaves you in awe what people do for other people. And, and he did it to save their lives, not even to get anything. Yeah. And like, just just that alone is just fantastic like salute to you so good yeah one of the surviving officers who's like or no his the, the son son I guess, probably yeah cause was like uh you know he deserves to be properly uh, awarded for what he did but uh yeah back then in 1941 uh sailors in the navy were limited to serving as mess attendants whose main function was to tend to the white service members. And that was all the way until the 60s. And the, it wasn't fully desegregated until after the war in 1948. Yeah, you see that in uh, Pearl Harbor, too. Yeah, with that uh, Cuba, Cuba Gooding Jr.'s yeah. character. Because mm-hmm. he wanted to be a gunman, but and he trained for it, but they only gave him the mess hall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, salutes to him. Dude, so hard body. It's fantastic. Noah, you know, like, who else would do that? Yeah, it's just, you know. And then for him to get looked over like that for so long. 79 years later. I mean, he died, Mm -hmm. you know, 60 years ago. Yeah. So, finally getting his due, though, recognized. Takes a while for people to catch up to what really is happening. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's lose the Jackson French. Yeah. And the last name French? Like, whew. I love that name French for multiple, like, gangster movies and things like that, you know? (laughs) So, you know, I tell you, uh, I tell you when I get a dog, when we get the house, that's the thing. Leia needs a dog. And when we get the house, not to there, I'm not going to give out the name because I know you guys are going to steal it out there because it's so fucking tight. Don't name so, it Bella. Huh? Don't name it Bella. No, it's not going to be Bella. It's going to be tight. I'll tell you, Sean, what it's not on wax. <laughs> but we have a fuckboy of the week. This thing is crazy. This racist anti-masker goes off in Chicago in a hot dog stand. Um, and demands service. And then when they don't give him a service because he didn't wear his mask, he starts going Mexican this, blah, blah, that, and starts just dropping all these racial slurs. And it just goes on. And the person who, there's video on the interwebs about it. The guy recorded it. He was just like, uh, salute to the employees for keeping their cool because, like, he, at first came in they're like no you need your mask for us to you know for you to take your order he got mad they thought he was leaving then he came back in and just started like yelling and then he started he said he was going to call the police because he didn't get served 
Sounds about white. Yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, mental health is a real thing. <laughs> yes, and this is not a surprise, but you know, just there's just so much we got to put it out there because people need to know. Just, like, you know, looking there's just so much. You know, is it is it a mental health thing? Is it a toxic masculinity thing? Mm-hmm. Is it a racism thing? Or is it D all of the above? <laughs> uh, all of the above. It's probably all of the above. Plus what what social media tells you and shit, you know, like it's plus crazy. a little bit of you know conspiracy, yes, a little bit of science denial. It's, it's no. he's he's the embodiment of everything we've talked about all, yeah. all the whole show. And it's even crazy because going shopping now, you know, went to Costco. Where else did I go? Um, I went and got food at places, and half the people are not wearing masks. And, like, that, here's the thing. Like, you know, they said you don't have to, you know, but some businesses are still requiring yeah. it. Like, I've been vaccinated for fucking, I don't even know, four months now? Yeah, and I've at I, least been two or three. And I don't give a shit. But, like, I still, you know, like, yesterday when we went out to dinner, you know, like, we were like, we don't know how these places are going to be enforcing masks. So we took a mask just in case. Yeah. But, you know, like, some people, even though they didn't have to, still had masks on. And it's like, and that's good you, for them. Yeah. Like, I don't, it's not none of my fucking business, first mm. of all. And second of all, like if they, you know, because like they were talking about social distancing because they couldn't have so many seats at the bar, and the people are like, mm. oh no, that's fine. Like we understand. Like you're trying to run a business. And he's like, yeah, we got to wait till the first before we can, you know, be at full capacity. And uh, you know, every, everyone was cool about it. Like some people had to wait outside, you know, a little bit. But it's just like people are such fucking like yeah. selfish assholes. And like even so, like I, you know, me being fully vaccinated. I still wear it inside places just for the respect of other people, you know, because like even though I'm vaccinated, I could potentially have, you know, be carrying it or like whatever. But it's just to help my fellow man. Yeah. You know, and if you can't do that, then like, what the fuck? Like, especially if it's just like it's it's a mask. It's not like you have. Yeah, it's not. Super. I mean, and I understand if you, I've been going to the gym for months wearing it and yeah. working out with a mask on, and it hasn't affected it. Yeah. So, like, you know, like, if you like, there's people at the gym playing basketball and handball mm-hmm. and like running on tread. Like, where it, if you can do that in a like mask, you can go fucking walk through the grocery store yeah. with your mask on. I understand if you have health problems and stuff like that, that's something different, but not everybody. No one does. Though. Not, that's, that's not, not 50% of what I see out there has yeah. health problems. Like, no, it's, it's such a small yeah. thing. Such a small, like I've had to wear a mask. We still have to wear them at work. Like I've had to wear a mask mm. every day, all day at work, all day long. Like and you, I got used to it. Like, I don't even notice it. It's like, Sometimes I'll have it on when I don't need to, and someone will say something, and I'll be like, "I, you know." And when I don't have it, I feel weird, you know. Like, dude, like I said last week, we mm. were at the bar, and we, you know, we didn't have to have masks on. It was weird mm. being around a bunch of people without your mask on. And, but- this, is, and this is the thing: just respecting other people, you know. Like, it affects people, and doesn't affect all of us, but and you don't know who it does affect. But still, like people. People don't get mad unless it literally affects them. Like there's Selfishly. This, there's this people at work that like, you know, they're Trumpito supporters and stuff like that. And they, they're like, oh, yeah, we're not going to get vaccinated and stuff like that. But as soon as they got it and they were in the ICU for a week, they're like, oh, my mind has changed. You know, when like it should have been changed since you saw facts and stats from, you know, the CDC, not 
on facts and stats on TikTok or YouTube, but real legitimate facts. Yeah. So, um, you know, we talk about it all the time. What can you say? And like, that's why I always say, like, respect your fellow man. You know, that's it. Or woman. someone I know who's very funny person was like, um, now that everyone can have the vaccine, if someone gets it now and they get super sick, are we allowed to make fun of them? And I was like, <laughs> um, I mean, yes. Yes, maybe. Like, like he's like, we don't have to care now, right? Like, cause anyone who could get pretty much anyone who in the, in this country, at least. Yes. Anyone who wants the vaccine almost. Well, could, could get it at your local you yeah, know, place. Pretty much like there are some places, but like locally here in Washoe County, anyone who, I mean, you could just show up now. You could show up to uh, what livestock? <coughs> Bless you. You could show up at livestock. So anyway, I mean, you local get, pharmacy. You like, could lie and get an extra one if you, <laughs> if you wanted. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So you know, whatever. We'll see how it goes. Like the next few months, as that anyone can get up, vaccinated, yeah. and people, it's like if you're, like, how dumb is it going to be if you refuse to get it and then you get, you refuse you you refuse to get the vaccine and then you get it and die. Like how dumb is that going to look? And then also like just because you get it doesn't mean you just because you get the vaccine doesn't mean you won't get it, but at least you won't die. Yeah, you won't get super sick from. Yeah, like just especially because like, like just like the, the flu. Johnson and Johnson one. You know, you still have a thirty percent chance. You know, it's only like sixty something percent because mm. because uh, that's like all those Yankee players that got it. They'd all had the Johnson Johnson. 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 So it's like, yeah, oh. if you have twenty five people who who have a you know sixty seven percent chance, that's still like that's over twenty five people. Like mm-hmm. some of them are still gonna get you know, but you won't die. That's yeah. the thing. I mean, like none of them had symptoms. Like the only reason they even knew they got it because they were still getting tested. Tested on a regular. They were all asymptomatic. Yeah. So. Like, obviously, you know, it's still working well. Yeah, just like the flu, right? Or the flu. Like, you could get the flu vaccine and still get the flu. Well, and like, even mm-hmm. the even the Moderna and the uh, Pfizer ones are like 95%. So, mm-hmm. that's still 5% chance of you getting it. So, you know, if there's 300 million people who have yeah, it, that's, it, that's, you know, that's, that's a big be, number. They're still, still going to get it, but, you know, they're not going to die from you it. You won't die, yeah. So, but anyways. You know. Uh, yeah, that was, that's the show for this week. Yeah. So excited to bring you the next one. The next one's going to be, you know, pretty hard body. The next couple ones. Yeah. Next couple ones. We got some uh, some, some movers and shakers in the community. Yeah. But uh, don't forget to, you know, subscribe to our, uh, on YouTube and on all the podcast platforms that we were on, every single one of them. Don't forget to go to IG at upinthemix.live. And, you know, hit that follow. And uh, if you want to talk shit, we're here to, you know, you know, clap back. We're on the Twitter. <laughs> we're on the Twitter as well at Up in the Mix uh, 1. Mm-hmm. And uh, on, on Facebook at Up in the Mix. Yeah. So like, subscribe, share with a friend. And spread the love. Spread the happiness. Exactly. Spread the education. And if you guys want us something to talk about or anything like that, just let us know. If then uh, we'll be happy to say this up about it. Until next time, this is Sean saying peace uh, and uh, be nice. This is Della Photo. Uh, you know, even though this past week didn't seem like summer's coming, but stay hydrated and respect each other. Salut.
This is Michael O'Shea, a.k.a. the king of the two-day holiday. Pick this up from the boys, a.k.a. the passport killer. And I was just up in the mix, raw and uncut. Catch any of their witty banter on all your social media distractions, except the twatter. I mean Twitter. Peace. Peace.